Andrew Giuliani is, uh, well, I love Andrew Giuliani. I love his father. Rudy coming on every Tuesday has been a very, very big uh, ratings hit for us. Rudy does great in the 9 o'clock hour every Tuesday, as does Andrew, this time 7.40 every Friday. He's got a great podcast, too. Andrew, good morning, buddy. How are you? Uh, Sid, doing great. I, uh, I'll i be there tomorrow as well. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And, uh, you know, it'll be, uh, it'll be great to see the president again. It's been a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I always... I'm always amazed just how he's able to uh, just keep his, I think, speeches so fresh. And, and a lot of that is because 80, 90 percent of it comes from off the page. You, you can tell. You'll see it when you see it tomorrow. He's not reading basically no. what's on the speech. He's no. just He's going. And which, which um, again, not to make myself a part of every story, but I will. <laughs> I have one piece of paper in front of me for a four-hour radio show. One piece. It, it's it's pretty impressive. I remember seeing it in studio and, and the fact that you can actually do that with all of that right there. By the way, who is this Charlemagne guy you're talking about? I had to go back into history. I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> this is a he, guy or something. No, like he's, he, he calls himself the guy. He does, and, and he is. He's got, he gets huge ratings. He works on one of these uh, urban stations in the morning here in New York. He gets huge ratings. He does. He's on Comedy Central, too. And the Democrats love him. He gets, you know, all these uh, bigwigs, like, kind of like Stephen Colbert. But he's not afraid. He's kind of like Bill Maher, Drew, in that he goes after Biden a lot, a lot. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's garnered some respect for me. Uh, early on, I thought he was just one of these, uh, you know, I don't like uh, this, that. But I kind of like the guy now, Charlemagne uh, the God. Yeah, you'd, you'd like him, too. He, you know, again, he, you're not going to like him every day. Trust me. But yeah. there are days at least, like Bill Maher, where he uh, where he comes up big. So wait, so you're going tomorrow night. So so I reach out to Wax Gavin, and I go, listen, I don't wear tuxedos. I just don't do it. I think guys look stupid in tuxedos. I really do. I don't care what color buttons you put on, what stupid bow tie. You look stupid. I said I dress great. You gotta let me dress the way I want to dress. He said no. So now I have this uh, extra stress, Andrew, of finding right. a tuxedo so I can eat dinner with you and Trump tomorrow night. I don't need that stress. What what if, what if the forty fifth and potentially forty seventh president is in a tuxedo? Will that will that ultimately say that hey look now I should wear the tux? Or are you still saying you know what no I'm I'm Sid I'm doing this this way? Look, there's no doubt you have a great style sense. You can see it all the time. But what about taking the lead from the forty fifth and maybe forty seventh president of the United States? No. <laughs> Just like you wouldn't take the lead from me. I mean, I got my own thing, and you know, you got you got nine hundred people are going to be there tomorrow night. Four hundred and fifty guys dressed the same exact way. Again, maybe a different button or a different bow tie. And there's nothing more boring than uniformity. You know that. I, I have I have no doubt that however you dress, it's going to look beautiful, and you're <laughs> going to be standing out. And uh, you know, we will be dressed. Let's put it this way. If I'm across the room from you, Sid, I'll be able to see you, and I'm looking forward to it. I think you're at my table. What do you mean? The president will be able to pick you. No, no. at the same table? No, I think you're at my table right by the president's table. I am. I think I'm sitting with your buddy, Steve Bannon, as a matter of fact. Oh, he loves me. You and Steve, right? (laughs) Come to wash his hair before he comes, please. I'm begging you. God. Listen, I don't. You know, it's funny you say your buddy. And I have been very critical of Steve in the past. You're right. Yeah. I've even reached out to some of the Trump people and said, do yourself a favor. Stop telling people you love them. But the truth is, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I don't hate him. And I actually love about 90% of what he stands for. And I know, I know he's a major reason why our guy won back in 2016. So I don't, like, I hate Biden. I hate him. And I hate other Democrats. I don't hate Biden. I just, he's just a little creepy to me. I can't explain it. 
I, I think I think the thing about Steve that I think a lot of people need to realize, especially in this anti-Semitic environment right now, is Steve really understands the threats of socialism, not just to our uh, political way of life, not to our way of life in America, but also what that means to religion. And so you can look at the direct stems of uh, socialism and how this basically relates to this anti-Israel fervor right now. So you can kind of connect him to this moment in terms of really being one of the first in the Trump camp to really understand this. I mean, this goes back to 2016 when people were still kind of talking and saying, look, the, the Paul Ryan way, the Rubio way of of doing things in the Republican Party is the right way. When I think we've seen what that basically is doing is that's just a thousand cuts to death versus a hundred cuts to death yeah, that yeah. the Democrats basically presented. So I look at Steve and say, you know, look, he's controversial. There's no doubt about it. I think he likes to be controversial, right? Yeah. But he he's somebody who I think is brilliant and understands the real true challenges of what our country is facing now. Oh, fine. Okay, fine. You can you tonight. fine. You convince me. Fine. God, I, I, right. gotta go give him a hug. God. I mean, make it like uh, like like a, a Curtis and Al D'Amato or right. something like that. How <laughs> how Forget about you know? Curtis and Al D'Amato. Curtis once hugged John Gotti Jr. Who had him shot 15 times. Uh, bring him over. Bring Bannon over. Can you bring him over tomorrow night? Uh, we're going we're gonna to do a kumbaya session. We are? About that. If Secret Service lets me bring somebody over like that, then we'll yeah. do it. If not, then we'll just try to lock eyes. <laughs> no, no, you got to bring – you got to bring – in fact, we got to take a picture. Me, you, Bannon, and uh, Donnie. Uh, Donnie, that is called the church. Uh, uh, are you speaking tomorrow night? You're not speaking, are you? I don't think I'm speaking. I know no. I spoke a couple of years ago at the thing. I, you know, I, I'm sure. I know I'm an honored guest. I, I think you're an honored guest. There about oh, what do you mean you guests. think I'm an honored guest? Do you realize my face and the name of this show is on the damn invitation? Is it really? Yes. Go to my oh, Instagram. My goodness. Uh, Andrew, I want you to go to at Rosenberg.Sydney right now, at Rosenberg.Sydney. And uh, your friend Gavin Wax, who I, I couldn't pick out of a lineup, by the way, he put my name and my face and the whole thing on the uh, as the uh, as the honored guest. As an honored guest, yeah. great! I love it. I love it. You well, see it? We are we are honored guests together. Yeah, but I'm not speaking and... either. I'm not. I, I think Gates is going to speak. Trump is going to yeah. speak. And I think Roger Marshall is is going to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I think, and Alex Stein, I guess, is the MC. Oh, he is a pretty funny guy, actually. Have you, have you heard of some of his stuff? He sucks. He's better than Charlemagne the God, though, I think. I like him more than him. No? Or you like Charlemagne? I don't know. I kind of, Do I like Alex Stein? Hold on a second. Hey, Alec, do I like Alex Stein? <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, I take that back. He doesn't suck. I like him. I'm sorry, Andrew. That's good. Well, that's, that's When we see him tomorrow, you can say, you know, look, I, I love your stuff and all <laughs> that. But I'm sure he'll say the same to you, you know? Right. I'm sure. So far, Steve Bannon and Alex Stein, they can't wait to see me. <laughs> so are you, are you taking your beautiful wife, Z, too, or just going, you're going by yourself? Uh, she'll be there. We're looking cool. forward to it. It's going to be nice. Cool. Mom will be watching Grace, which will be good. I might even, if it's nice enough, we might even just take a nice little stroll over there because it's only about a, about a mile away over here. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. Nice. You... So, you know, not too bad. Right in your old stomping grounds, your temporary stomping Yeah, I will ground. say this. I don't really miss living in the city uh, a lot. There are times I do. The convenience, you know, the, the restaurants are right there. I do. Um, but of all the places I lived in the city, and I lived in the Upper West Side, I lived um, for a long time on the Upper West Side. I lived uh, Midtown for a bit. Uh, by far, my favorite area is down there, Fidei Battery Park, where you live. I love that area. I really do. It's, it's great. And Grace loves it. We have, it's great. You know, look, I always say 
walk out of my building, you make a right, you feel like you're in New York City, which of course you are, but you make a left, you feel like you're in the suburbs. You got the parks there, you got this, you got that. It's really nice. Yesterday they did, I don't know why actually they did this yesterday. Maybe the whole Battery Park City Authority is anti-Semitic, but they did a Christmas tree lighting yesterday on the first night of Hanukkah. Can you believe that? You can't do that. Christmas tree lighting. No, I know. I still went out and enjoyed it, so I don't know. Where was it? Where, where uh, was it? What street was it on exactly? It was right in in uh, Roosevelt Park over here. No, oh, yeah. Rockefeller Park, right, yeah. right by Stuyvesant yeah. High School. Yes. They had the, the Christmas tree lighting, but I'm thinking, and as I'm singing the songs and being complicit in this anti-Semitic act over here, I'm looking and thinking, why on earth are we doing a Hanukkah lighting tonight? There's not even a menorah. We've got to be a menorah out here. I, I couldn't get it. I don't understand. But you just, see, this is why, and we're going to wrap up. This is a fun conversation, by the way. I want to keep you on the rest of the show. But, I mean, it's fun. Um, but this is why you're great, because even as you were reveling, and you're, you're not Jewish, in uh, Christmas and your family loving the event, you actually thought, you thought about me, the Jewish people, and Hanukkah. That makes you, Andrew Giuliani, an honorary Jew. Because the fact oh. you even thought about it, I mean this, the fact you even thought about it means so much to my people, because a lot of you Gullium just don't seem to care. <laughs> Look, now more than ever, we have to care about this. I mean, like I said, this is a, this is a fight against socialism even more than anything. And to see what actually happened, and I was just down, I know I was texting you, while I was uh, in the middle of this uh, board meeting, but the president appointed me to the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum before he left office. And it's I'm one of the few Gentiles that actually sit on the board there. But uh, one of the things that we were focused on is how on earth do you end up getting this message out from a social media perspective? And, And one of the things I immediately thought about is we need good communicators, better communicators on this board, because you have former chiefs of staff, the presidents of the United States, Fortune 500 CEOs on this board. What you really need, though, is you need people, maybe not of a younger generation, but certainly you could use some of those, but you need people that can be very good at communicating ultimately just how dangerous this is and the direct parallels to today from the Holocaust. 